Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, no sounds, no sounds. Just words. No, I need words, not silence. Just give me words. I need words. That's how I communicate. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Ah! So, yeah, I'm just listening to the podcast. Heard the uh, segment on the pickup line. So I meet this girl, and I said, uh, what's your what's your nationality? She said, I'm Filipino. I said, no, baby, you're jalapeno. And she was still jalapeno the next morning. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Bow, chicka, bow, bow, bow. That's porn music. It's not Seinfeld. We get it. Okay, these are all good points, but I think that maybe we need a woman's perspective. Well, I think I think a woman would say she's just happy to be a part of the conversation. And that is the control room where the magic happens. Is there magic happening? I mean, metaphorical magic. Oh, it's always metaphorical magic. Enrique, hello. <laughs> Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. You can't polish this turd. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. This is bonkers. And now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do you guys just hate chance? Be honest with me. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Friday morning, the 7th of September. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. Right? Right? Oh, no, we're losing him. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What's wrong with... Yeah, check Bean Signal. Well, can you check Bean Signal? Because I don't know what's happening. I'm- I hear you guys. You can oh, now it's oh, working. There you are. It there was it working is. fine before. Now it's Mm-mm. working. You're just uh, you're monkeying with the equipment now. Come I don't now. monkey with equipment. Come on now. It's Friday, you guys. Let's all it's enjoy. Friday. It's Friday. It really isn't Friday, but it, Friday look. is for people who don't enjoy a Friday. Mm-hmm. So they have a fake thing where they yeah. say, "Hey, it's Friday," mm-hmm. and then they go home and they're bored on Friday. Like they're convincing themselves, right, right? now. <laughs> look, we're all Not having acceptable. fun on this Friday, but Dang. I'm a little bit. Con- oh, oh, what? I'm a little bit concerned. Oh, there it is. Okay. About the bombshell that Allie dropped right before we went on live. (laughs) Do we have some concerns here about... Listen. What's happening? When I heard the story of the woman that had complained of years of runny nose, Mm -hmm. like she just had a runny nose for years. She'd go to doctors. They're like, no, you just have allergies. You've got the sniffles, whatever. Turns out her brain was leaking. Yeah. That's a a thing. I didn't even... I didn't even know that was possible. Yes. Your brain can come out through your nose? Just flew 
fluids for years. She had post-nasal drips. She had everything. My nose has not stopped running, I'd say, maybe two years. And it changes nostrils. Like, sometimes it's just the left nostril. Mm. Then sometimes it's the right nostril. Not at an alarming rate, just enough to always have to have a tissue on hand. Right? That's right. Right. You got, like, 25% brain left. Well... I mean, that's no obvious you listen to the that. show. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't want to say anything, but right. we've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, dumb question. Yeah. Have you been to, I don't know, a doctor? No. It's odd to go to a doctor and go, my nose is running. Listen, right? could my brain be leaking? I'm that sure. Was, you know, no, but a runny nose for two years is exceptional. Yeah. Because it if is it's a exceptional. Cold, if it's a cold, mm-hmm. it clears up at some point. You get some respite. Right. But if it's every day for two years. But it, she, also has, she also has worked here every day for two years. and There's definitely something in this building that yes. I am not uh, happy with. Right, right. Yeah, there's something I'm definitely allergic to in this building. So that could be all it is, is just constant exposure to chip, whatever you're allergic to. Or whatever you're, chip. Chip. whatever you're allergic to, whatever it is. Okay, how about this? When you were on holiday and mm-hmm. were in uh, Maine and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, did uh, did it dry up? Oh, my, my, nose. my nose. Your nose? Yeah. When, when you were away from the building? It did, yeah. And it's okay. fine. And it's. I guess it's really fine on weekends if I think about it. Okay, so no, br- no brain leaking. <laughs> I mean, all I had to do was really walk wow. through. You didn't even think about it for a second. <laughs> so we just solved that one. See, you're my doctors. <laughs> yes, you're so. quite the private investigator. <laughs> that one wasn't that tough to figure out. <laughs> Allie, listen. What's left of your look, brain is not doing a very look, good job this morning. Look. Well, that's the thing. It only leaks in here. Right. So I'm sorry. That means that you get less of my brain power. On the weekend, shark is a tap. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I wonder how, you know, uh, as we've talked about on the air, this building's being torn down and uh, we have to move. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder what fungi is all over the walls in the new building that we're going to have to then adapt to. I mean, it's a newer building than yeah. this, which mm-hmm. I believe was built in 1899. Right. The building we're in now. <laughs> yeah. So it is newer, but mm-hmm. it doesn't okay. necessarily mean that it's cleaner. Right. Right, exactly. And, and it if it's not, not be... if it is if it is cleaner, we can ruin that. Yeah. Yes. Quick, well, so. it's sure. not janky yet because K-Rock is in there. Right. Once K-Rock's there, all of a sudden it becomes janky. We'll jank it up. All right. Give me like two minutes only because I've been trying to get to this story for three days in a row and no one's going to care if I don't do it right now. And I promise I won't eat into all your time, Allie, but I I want to do this. At the uh, U.S. Open a few days ago, I think it was Labor Day, the uh, the nation was aghast when – aghast? Aghast. Aghast. It's aghast. Aghast. The nation was aghast when they saw a woman on camera – you guys all remember this – who was dipping her chicken fingers – into her Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And people were horrified by that and confused because why would you ever do that? Is that Have you ever heard of that being a taste sensation? Never. Never heard of it. It's Mm-mm. not a thing that people do, right? Not that I know of. Not that I know of either. Her name is Alexa Greenfield, and because we live in the world where this is news now and people care, um, she did an interview with Fox 5 in New York. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> where they got to the bottom of why she was dipping her chicken fingers into her soda and I present a little bit of that interview. Is this something you normally do, or was this just uh, your challenge by your son or something? <laughs> I think that's the most common question I'm getting. It's actually not my son, it's my nephew. I was with all three of my nephews. And yes, it is, it's not something I, I commonly do anymore. I did it very frequently growing up. 
And I still do sometimes um, at stadiums and, you know, with, like, fanfare, chicken fingers. And I... By the way, who has techniques that they only do at stadiums and fanfares? I don't know. Because if you, if, if you like odd. it, you would mm-hmm. do it at home or you would do it when you're at McDonald's or yeah. whatever, right? I'm like, thinking why maybe she just doesn't get chicken fingers a lot unless it's a special unless event at there. a stadium. That oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. And I started by saying to them, listen, guys, I'm going to do something. It's a really big secret. Don't tell your parents. Don't tell any adults. This is awesome. Don't tell anyone because it's really weird and I'm a little embarrassed by it. It's a secret. Now, why would she go to all that lengths about what she's doing with putting her chicken fingers in her soda? Did she know she would be mocked? Because she knows it's an abomination. Death penalty, right? Right. So she says to the kids around her, don't tell anybody. This is my secret. Do you think that's exactly when the camera was zooming in on her? I could have been. <laughs> could have been. So she's outed on national television. And then they caught me. How did? So you had no idea that you were being filmed when you did this? No. I got a text five minutes later from a friend that said, I just saw you dipping a chicken finger <laughs> in Coke on TV. And I was like, oh, no. So what is the secret? Because I don't understand. Does it taste good? Okay. What that's do you guys the think? question. Wow. What do you guys I mean, that's the only reason you would ever do it, I right. think, is you if think it tastes good. Uh, she's like, no, it tastes like crap. I yeah. hate it. It tastes ruins, like ruins I don't know why I the do chicken it. finger. Um. <laughs> Chicken Believe finger, it or not, chicken finger is too dry. Yes, for, yes, Kevin. Or she just likes the taste. Okay, I'm going to tell you that there's a third option oh. you have not considered that we're about to learn. I mean, it's very strange. I, I'm a very strange eater in general, uh-huh. and I, I guess my dad had me doing it when I was younger. Did your dad do it also? He no, he didn't do it. But I guess he was like, if it's hot, you can cool it off. But boom, if it's hot, you can mm. cool it off. I feel like she's just making up stories right? to make this sound cooler. Like, oh, I warned my whole family about this, and now my dad used to... No. You just like the taste of it. It's weird. And Get you don't want to admit it. it. Yeah. And you don't want to admit it. Right. Because you oh. can also... Yeah. I'm just going to say, because you can also wait 25 seconds for it to cool off. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. <laughs> He was a strange eater too. I don't. I don't know. I guess that's where it originated, and then I just really liked the taste. Okay. People are telling me I should go to jail. Okay, we'll oh. leave it there because they're right. <laughs> what? <laughs> because clearly she's a monster. That is and not an overreaction. No, <laughs> not at all. She needs to be put down. That's awesome. It's, uh, quite the newscast, huh? Right. Yes, it is. They had plenty of time that day because sure. there's nothing else going on in the world. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we? Well, well, well. If it isn't the pot calling the kettle black, freaking American. <laughs> Doctor Drew's on the show today, and we have an intervention for him. Oh, yeah, no. we do. Yeah. I think he's got. I think he's got a problem, you guys. It's I about we need time. to help him. Yep. Really? Yeah, we've known it for a while. Oh. Physician, heal thyself. Correct. Uh-oh. Uh oh. What you saw in drugs? We're going to talk about today. Paul McCartney insists he saw God, and mm-hmm. it wasn't the LSD. LD, what is it? LSD? It's LDS, Latter day Saints. L- yeah. LDS, right. <laughs> yep. It wasn't he was in, that. He was in Utah. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was literally he saw God. Right. And he, uh, that's yeah. odd, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, animal stories on the program today. Brand new internet roundup. Um, hey, kids, get off my lawn. New feature. Oh, I like it. <laughs> is, this a, uh, is this a spinoff from Beat It Kid? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a sequel. Okay. Uh, and keep it 100.
because it's Friday. That's coming up. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Allie's here with our first look at what's happening on a Friday. Good morning. You know when we find out a show is canceled and maybe it's one that we've been watching but have a bunch of them piled up on our DVR. So we're like, well, no point in finishing that, right? So you erase it. And then Netflix announces, hey, we're going to pick that up. (laughs) Bringing it back. Oh, it has happened again. Netflix has announced that they have picked up Designated Survivor. Yeah! I love yeah. that show. Yeah, well, now you can watch it. The third season will be on Netflix. ABC, of course, canceled it in May. Netflix has ordered 10 episodes. Here's their synopsis for the new season. Okay. Same cast? Oh, yeah. Okay. President Kirkman will face a political reality. Campaigning. What does it take to make a leader? What price will he be willing to pay? The season will explore today's world of campaigning, smear tactics, debates, campaign finance, and fake news. What? Hmm. Rip from the headlines. (laughs) So that's exciting. And they will air seasons one and two starting this fall. Good, I can finish two. Exactly. (laughs) Because I deleted it from my DVR. By the way, they've also hired their uh, fourth showrunner. Hmm. That seems like a lot of showrunners for a show that was only two seasons. Yeah. Now going into three. That is odd. So maybe get someone that maybe can complete a storyline so you're not like, wait, what? She's dead now? Uh, Yeah. It's a lot. But congratulations. And I mean, Cal Penn, right? Sure. (laughs) Keep her Sutherland. Right? Right. I'm going to stop doing that. Please stop making that noise. (laughs) Uh, Burt Reynolds passed away. He had a heart attack. He passed away yesterday at the age of 82. Did you know that for five solid years in the 70s, he was the biggest box office attraction? The biggest draw? Didn't surprise me. Yeah. He was uh, rose to fame from his breakout role in Deliverance. And then, of course, he did multiple successful films. The Longest Yard, Smokey and the Bandits, Striptease, Boogie Nights. Got an Oscar nom for Boogie Nights. Yeah, he was great in that. Yeah, absolutely. Most recently, he was cast alongside Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie in Quentin Tarantino's Charles Manson story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But sources say he had not yet shot his scenes. Oh, So, yeah, we are going to have his final show up there. Um, that, that is a, uh, for, for folks of a certain age, that is mm-hmm. a very big loss. I mean, he was a massive star for a very, very long time. I just think of him on that rug, right? That bearskin yeah. rug. The, yeah. The Cosmo layout, right? Yes. For wow. folks who don't know what we're talking about, he posed uh, He posed naked mm-hmm. in Cosmopolitan magazine. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, quite a sensation. Scandalous. It was. It was. Yes. Here's his quote on that. He said, it was really stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I really wish I hadn't done that. But if he hadn't done it, then we wouldn't have gotten Cosmo Kramer's recreation on Seinfeld. Sure. I mean... So it was worth ruining his life just so we could have a... I don't a, feel a like it ruined his life. Well, he felt like he wasn't taken seriously as an actor after that. Like, he would have probably gotten an Oscar nomination for Deliverance at the time if he if people hadn't looked at him as more of a celebrity than an actor. Mm. So it was. he said it was the greatest regret of his whole career. Wow. Wow. Didn't he also say recently that um, Sally Field was the one that got away? Yeah, the love of his life, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Some regrets, right? Sorry about that, dude. He's had a few. I mean, come on. Okay. You come on. All right. Don't fight, you guys. 
When we come back, we're going to talk about maybe the biggest misstep that the Oscars has done in a while. And they are now backtracking. Are they? Whoopsies. (laughs) Maybe it was knee jerk. So we'll talk about that coming up. Some birthdays for you. Shannon Elizabeth. Oliver Hudson, Evan Rachel Wood, Leslie Jones, Tom Everett Scott. You guys watching that show? I'm sorry. I'm True TV. I'm not. It's hysterical. And he is adorable on it. That's what I'm looking for. I'm just saying. It's a really funny show. I think you'd like it. We're shooting season two right now. Okay. You can catch up on season one on mm. True TV. All right. I recommend you do it. It's a good tip. That I'm what, not going to do. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Dave, the King of Mexico. Uh, do we pay you too much? Not at all. <laughs> you pay me too little. I don't Dave know. seems to be living a pretty exotic life. Right? Tell he people. Does, he does tend to go to a lot of, like, fancy places and get into exclusive things. And this vacation that Dave has coming up, I'm like, I don't even know him anymore. First of all, he takes all of our invitations. The ones that come to right? Allie and me and that anyone else. True. Like, any, you guys get any party, anything. Dave's like, oh, right. I love that party. We were like, what party? We didn't hear about it. It's because yeah. he took our, our invitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so tonight at 7, you're going to leave for vacation. Yes. And you're going where? I am going to the beautiful country of Croatia. What? What? Croatia. That's- Sounds World Cup finalists. Exotic and amazing. Yes. Were you just on a yacht last vacation? That was at Greece, yes. That was in Greece. What is going on? That is what my question is. (laughs) Dave, um, how have you ever even heard of Croatia? Well, I know they filmed Game of Thrones there. But you oh, but that's what I've learned. Hold on. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you find that out after you knew you were going to Croatia? No, okay. Here's how it all started. All right. Okay, good. Two years ago, Kat went to Croatia. Okay. Okay. And it looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. She went on a boat, traveled for the whole week, and it looked amazing. So me and my girlfriend, Krista, said, that looks amazing. Let's do that. And and uh, got in touch with Kat. She gave us all the information. We threw it out there to all our friends. Said, hey, we want to do this trip on a boat. Anyone interested? On a boat. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like a, this, this long sail ship. And... A boat is a long sail ship. A long sail well, ship. Okay. okay. But wait, so, hold on, Dave. Not yeah. to interrupt, but I think this is our point, is that I can understand if you scraped together the money to get a ticket to Croatia, and then you were going to stay in a hostel while you were there. But it sounds like you're going to be going up and down the coast in this fancy boat with a bunch of people. That just doesn't sound... That sounds pretty rich for your blood, young man. All of them that's, sipping champagne. That's the ladyship. Uh, Rosé, Kevin. Rose. Sure. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Are there Instagram models on this boat, too, like on your last trip to Greece? I think so. I'm not entirely sure you on this think one. so? Yeah. Um, but no, so it started like that. So we threw it out there. And then some friends came back and said, hey, Croatia sounds nice, but how about Greece? And that's how the Greece trip happened. Okay. Okay. So we all gelled. And now, how many is we all? 12. 12, 12 people. Pe- it's impossible yeah. to get 12 people to agree on anything. No. Yeah, well, you, there's one person who plans it all, and everyone just goes, hey, thank you, okay. and we all go for the ride. So that's a big boat, then, if you've got 12 people essentially living on it It, for a it week. was a nice-sized boat last is year. Is it a yacht? It is a yacht. Yeah. You're, last year you're was a yacht. avoiding the word yacht yeah. because yeah. it sounds like rich <laughs> It's days. a sail yeah. ship thing. Right. Yeah. Long, so long, Croatia, long, is that no, a yacht no, also? I'm sorry? Is that a yacht also, what you're going to be doing in Croatia next week? Yeah. It's also yeah. a the ladybird. Taking the ladybird. Even if you're splitting it with 12 people, that's still a ton of money. Listen. Are you I selling think... drugs on the side? <laughs> Are you selling no. your pee-pee? 
Who's buying? Uh, everyone, you know what I'm what? saying? Uh, no, but I'm lucky enough to meet some people that are nice enough to bring me along. Okay, so everybody bring me and my else, girlfriend along, yeah. Everybody else has dough. Yeah, let's just okay. get right down. Let's to get the... right to it. Okay. Everyone has it. This guy does it, except okay. for you. So you know the Titanic, how Leonardo DiCaprio wins a wins a ticket and it goes to the sea level. To do, yeah, sure. That's me. The rich that, people level? No, uh, no, that's the, the the bottom level where the rats are at. Oh, I see what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. That's me. That's you. Tell us about last year at the end of your trip in Greece. Well, so and your yacht. Yes, yeah, so, with your you know, Instagram models. So on the on the yacht, Dad you, walked you ha- around you have... topless for the whole week. By the way, <laughs> yeah. is it possible that, is that Dave's an Instagram model and we just don't know it? Well, I am an influencer, <laughs> you know. I always told you that. Told you that. But uh, no, so you have this staff who cook dinner for you. You have a sh- personal chef, of course. Everything you don't you want know? to cook for yourself. So, that's what the that's what the poor people do. Yeah, you got to tip them out at the <laughs> end. <laughs> you got to tip them out at the end of the trip because that's what you do. You have to tip them. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the trip, normally we we. Plan ahead and have the tip included in our price. Right. But we went through so much alcohol in the first three days that we had to replenish our alcohol for the boat. Ah, what a surprise. That at the end of the day, they're like, hey, we need tip money. And I went. And what percentage of that alcohol would you say you drank? 70? No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like 40? Yeah. yeah. All right, I mean, so they got to the tip and they yeah. said, hey, we need to tip out the crew. Yeah. And I said, mm, about that. So what do you need? And they're like, American cash. And I was like, how much did you have? Zero. Zero dollars American cash. American cash, yeah. Why zero? Who travels with American cash in Greece? I think you would travel with the, 10 bucks American cash anywhere in the world. The answer is those people, the the, the, other people, the rest of the people everyone who, else. who okay. knew what was going on I and see. had the money. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just Venmo you. Thanks. So you have a credit card. Yep, I'd Venmo it. And, uh, and everybody was like, no, I'm sorry, it needs to be cash. And so you literally had to ask the other 11 people for hey. a loan Oh wow! for the tip. Yeah. And I still got invited back. Why? Wow. <laughs> Don't Why? you think they would all get together and go, remember that guy that didn't have money for the tip? Let's leave him off. I well, feel like it's Krista. Like, everyone loves Krista. Well, of course oh. so not. No, 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 it's the opposite. Like, it's me. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the funny one. Please. If I don't have money, I got to be funny. I got to be entertaining. Wait, you're funny with people? Yeah, not here. No. I, right. like, these people were fun. Here, I'm here <laughs> to tell you something. Everyone loves Krista, not you. Yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Everywhere. That's what I'm telling you. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. All right, let's uh, let's do a new feature uh, called "Hey Kids, Get Off My Lawn." <laughs> hey Kids, Get Off My Lawn, All and right. it's also going to be "How Does the Story End?" How does the story end, my friend? Friend, how does the story end? It says everything. Right? All right. This dude is very upset in Henrico County, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Very upset because there's a bus stop right by his lawn. Okay. And all the kids, they all gather around, wait for the bus, toss their trash on his lawn, just ruin everything about his lawn. It's driving him crazy. Here's Understandably. The, here's the story. Private property signs plastered on a tree. Surveillance cameras posted around the home. So this is what he's already done. Mm-hmm. put up signs everywhere and put up cameras. This Sandston homeowner says that's how far he felt he had to go to keep people off of his property. Brian says last year he had trouble with kids at a bus stop at the corner of South Wilson Way and East Berry Street. People around here litter and 
You know, they don't respect other people's land, so trespassing signs and posted signs have been up for two years, and nothing stops people. Nothing stops people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nothing stops people. So okay. what do you do? Well, BB gun, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't be there 24-7. No. Um, maybe you the, contact the school and say, hey, listen, they're trashing my property. Okay. Can we either move the bus stop or talk to the kids, something? Or you... Tuesday, before children got to the bus stop, Brian put up this electric fence, which runs <laughs> off of this solar-powered battery. <laughs> he put oh. up an electric fence! <laughs> I'm in. Dude. I respect it. Dude, put up an electric fence. I now that's an in, that's super interesting to me. Can anybody choose an electric fence as the fence around their property? I don't I, know. They're, they're legal, right? Yeah, I would think so. If it's on your property, why not? And so then he goes on. A move that caused quite a stir among kids, parents, neighbors. James Mayford watched most of it unfold. He says it raised safety concerns. Well, knowing that it was hooked to a battery, yes, ma'am. Okay, so he's talking about now he tried it, he tested mm-hmm. it to make sure that it was safe, and it's connected to a battery. So contrary to her report, it's really not that bad. <laughs> the shock is not that bad. Okay. Listen, okay. Uh, I touched it. I got a slight shock, but it wasn't that great. Wasn't great. Wasn't a big shock. He wasn't impressed. <laughs> he wasn't impressed by the... <laughs> But even just putting a sign up that says electric fence would discourage almost anybody from testing it. I got news for you. <laughs> you don't know kids. Really? Oh, I would touch that immediately. Same. And every time I was there. Yeah. Even though you knew it was potentially going to hurt? Yes, yes, but it's attached to a car battery. So it, it really isn't well, going to hurt. Well, if you know that, I guess, that makes a difference. It really isn't going to hurt you that much. Yeah, okay. I'd have someone else try it first. Right, first. Yeah. I would yeah. talk somebody else into doing yeah. it, even if it was a full-powered electric right. I would talk someone into doing it. And yeah. then there has to be some dumb kid you can you sure. target to do it. In. Exactly. So then the police were called. Police were called to the scene, and the homeowner spent several hours with county officials right here trying to sort everything out. All right. My question for you is, how does this story end? Police showed up, Mm -hmm. had a couple Uh of hour talk with the guy. How did they solve this issue? I don't think there's anything they can. I mean, I don't know what happens, but I don't think there's anything they can do. It's his property. He has a legitimate reason, not that he needs one, to put up an electric fence. I think they can't make him take it down on his property. If there's a sign on it that warns people it's an electric fence i think the fence stays all right Allie. how does the story end they talked to him for two hours what were they two hours i feel like more was going on than just the conversation about the fence okay so how does the story end is the question Uh, they take him (laughs) in because he had outstanding warrants and he's wanted for murder Whoa, this you're, got dark. You're not even trying. <laughs> All right, here you go. Director of Public Works tells CBS 6 the homeowner's fence was installed on the county's right-of-way. Our cameras rolled as Brian Whoops. took the fence down. But I went ahead and removed it today because uh, it was not in the right place. Right. Come to find out this isn't my yard. <laughs> it's not his yard! <laughs> it isn't his yard! At all! No! no. That's how the story it was county land. They were like, hey, dude, uh, we don't mean to be picky, but this isn't your property. Oh, so God. he had to go down and take the entire electric fence down because it wasn't his yard. Oh, the poor guy. <laughs> and that's how the story ends. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, Rich Dave, our producer, King of Mexico, is in studio. How are you, King? Is it 10 o'clock yet? 
Not yet, man. Kelly Hayes Bogart. ready to go on vacation. Yeah. yeah. A uh, good batch of viral videos this week. We so call up the Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Hit it, Steve. Yeah, brace yourself. Uh, uh, click that mouse and open your browser. Pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. Laugh so hard that you'll start spewing. It's Kevin and Bean's your Internet Roundup. I want to apologize to uh, everybody, really, right now. The two groups of people that are going to be affected by this are the people who have heard the Baby Shark song because oh, you no. have little kids Mm-mm. and you are... Uh, inundated with it day in and day out because they love it so much. Right. And the people who have never heard the Baby Shark song who are about to hear it for the first time, and I'm warning you, it will never leave your eardrums because it is an earworm. It's a sensation. It's oh. a, out of Korea, right, Dave? Uh, who the knows, Baby Shark song man. originally? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. It has a billion and a half views <laughs> on YouTube. Only a billion and a, a half? A billion so and cute, a half. though. Here it is a little animated video. Here, and I'll tell you why we're bringing it up. Here's a little clip of the Baby Shark song. Baby Shark, Mommy Shark, Mommy Shark, Mommy Shark, Mommy Shark. And again, I apologize. Do they go, Daddy? Yes. Oh yeah, they sure do. Brother and sister and grandpa and grandma. Wow. So clearly somebody has had enough of his little girl or little boy asking Alexa to play Baby Shark. So he put together this video, and I guess he's praying this would be Alexa's reaction. Alexa, play Baby Shark. Listen, there are other songs besides that one. I don't mind playing it every now and then, but this is getting ridiculous. You know I can do other things besides playing Baby Shark. I can tell you the weather. I can even count to a hundred, but I'm getting damn tired of that shark song. So if you ask me again, I'm going to tell you where to put that shark. Hey, I'm just warning you. Teehee. Teehee. That's awesome. clever. Oh, well done. All right, here's my favorite video. I wish we had time to play the whole thing, but you have to go to kirek.com or kevinb.com uh, to watch it. It's called Redneck Burns Nike. This is a guy, if you weren't paying attention, you would think this is a guy who is seriously mad at Nike choosing Colin Kaepernick to be the face of their 30th anniversary. He's uh, He's got the, I mean, he looks like the quintessential Southerner with the accent. He's got the Donald Trump Superman t-shirt on. He's holding a can of beer, and he's getting ready to show Nike what's up by burning a whole bunch of their stuff. But listen closely to what he's saying. So Nike's going to make Colin Kaepernick from the San Francisco 79ers uh, the new face of their campaign, all because he likes to take a little knee during the national anthem. And that pisses me off. You know, he didn't sacrifice nothing. All he did was use his celebrity status to shine light on an injustice in our world, all while doing it in a peaceful and nonviolent way. And I've chosen to take that message and completely misinterpret it, you know, because he's disrespecting the flag. That's what he's doing. He's disrespecting this flag right here. You know, because everybody knows it's more important to have a song for America than it is to actually care about Americans. That's the truth. And he's disrespecting the troops, too. You know, remember the troops? We send them off to war and they come home and we forget about them. You know, what What more could you want? You know, maybe adequate physical mental health care to lead a happy and fulfilled life. But at least we stand during the national anthem to show that they're heroes. You know, at least we do that. <laughs> It's amazing, you guys. <laughs> it is awesome. It's, it's super good. By the way, did you guys see the ad last night? 
I didn't uh, know. I yeah. saw it on, online. Yeah, I oh, you mean the whole thing? Yeah, it's yeah. a part of the roundup. But Colin Kaepernick, uh, maybe not the best speaker. Do you think? Strive for greatness. <laughs> I was like, come on, dude. Come but can on. he say anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I couldn't be more delighted to say that Jennifer Garner, one of everybody's favorite actresses, is back in a big, big way. She's got that, uh, what's it called? Uh, Peppermint or? Peppermint, yeah. Called? Coming out today. That action movie that's in theaters today that looks like it could be awesome. And then she's also, we were just talking off the air, what, she's also got a comedy coming out that yeah, looks great. Camping. Too, right? Looks yeah, Camping. On HBO. Yeah. Yeah. We have missed her from Alias and all the other stuff she did, but she's, you know, taking some time off to be raising her kids for the last few years. But Jennifer Garner is back, so she's starting to do some publicity. And anytime you see her on a late-night show, she's always delightful. And she did this little video, because she's from West Virginia, right in the heart of Appalachia there, where she explains West Virginia slang. So she'll show you the word, and then she'll tell you what it means if you speak West Virginia. A winder is a, a window. See, it's not Southern. It's, go stand by the winder. Um, pretty is pretty. You look pretty. Mater. Is that like a tater? A tomato. It's a tomato. A youngin is a youth. Biscuits are really big in West Virginia, and a cat's head is a big biscuit. What West Virginia is known for is Tudor's Biscuit World, and there you can get yourself a cat's head biscuit and a sausage gravy. Uh, wash. I gotta wash my car. I, I gotta, I gotta wash in the crick. A crick is another word. Um, it's creek. And if you're a cricker, you're someone who lives on the creek. Cricks often run through hollers. A spell is an amount of time. I haven't seen you for a spell. It's been a spell since we've we've had some ramps together in the holler. It's been real great sitting here with y'all, but I, I'm gonna have to go wash all this makeup off my face and get on home. Isn't she adorable? I'm telling Tons. you, follow her on Instagram. You will see a whole new side of Jennifer Garner. She is hysterical. By the way, my uh, dad's uh, family was from Georgia, and I grew up hearing about catheads as biscuits. That was That's what they called them. They called them catheads, the big yeah. biscuits. Oh, yummy. And uh, finally, um, this guy apparently plays a lot of pranks on his father. I can't imagine the whooping I would get <laughs> if I had done this to my poor dad. He's on a riding lawnmower, and the son is filming this, and he drives up behind him in his car and leans on the horn. And dad, obviously, there's this horn right behind him while he's out mowing the field. Has He just falls off the lawnmower. I mean, he's terrified by it. Could you imagine doing that to one of your parents? Pretty sweet. Would you ever do that to your parents, though? Seriously. My yeah. dad? Yes. <laughs> this guy did. Listen to the reaction. I'm going to sneak up behind him. Here we go. Oh, yeah, he didn't see me. <laughs> he really enjoyed that. You think he liked it? His dad's like 60 who jumped off the lawnmower onto the ground. And, and then, lost his beer, by the way. And did a swan dive and double tuck roll. Come on. Don't do that to your father, sir. Don't do that to your father. It's a, a great batch, as I mentioned. KRock.com or KevinAndBean.com. It's a brand new Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Kevin and Bean's yo Internet Roundup. It's Kevin and Bean on KRock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There it is. Nope. Oh, come on now. Getting instant reaction from playing Baby Shark a moment ago on the Kevin Abid show. Rosita writes in, damn you, I don't even have kids, and that song is now burned into my DNA, you assholes. Jenny writes on the Kevin Abid Twitter account, at Kevin Abid, thanks a lot, guys. You played a clip of Baby Shark on the radio, and now my three-year-old is in the backseat asking, where did Baby Shark go? And now I have to play him the whole damn song. Wait, I'm I'm unclear. I'm sorry. Is this the one they're talking about? Oh, man. That's it. But is it the one that then goes into mom? Because I'm confused. Yeah, I think it's the same song. Right? I see. Okay. So this is the one. All right, that's right. They're the worst. Got it. So don't um, take our advice and don't uh, Google that song. Don't introduce that song to your kids. Pretend that song didn't exist. Otherwise, your life will be miserable like these listeners. All right. 323-520-AFRO is our number 24-7. It's the voicemail here at the Kevin and Bean Show. It's been very active lately. We've been hearing from a lot of people on a lot of subject. We always appreciate your input, your messages, and your questions. What's up this week? Some people take our advice and it doesn't necessarily work out well for them. So I bought all the apples you guys talked about, except for Red Delicious. Red Delicious. And I was testing them out when my roommate came home. And he was like, hey, dude, what's with all the apples? I'm like, well, my favorite radio program, the legendary Kevin and Bean Show, just had Apple Talk, and I want to, you know, verify. And then he said, what the hell is wrong with you? And asked me to move out. (laughs) (laughs) It seems aggressive. (laughs) It does. But ultimately, we did you a favor because you're going to settle on an apple that you're going to love for the rest of your life. So thanks to Bean for that topic. Bean. Thank you so much for bringing light to the awfulness that is the red, delicious apple. Fuji, Gala, Granny Smith, all day. Amen. Yeah. Did you guys have any idea that our listeners would have so many apple feelings? No. I didn't, but I thought when we all legit were fighting in the meeting about apples, I was like, mm-hmm. there's something here. You did because right. I thought we're idiots. <laughs> really? And I was like, what's wrong with I us? I just thought we were so fired up about apples. Maybe there's just this apple, like a weird counterculture we haven't really tapped into. Uh, we also talked about avocado hands. Yeah. Which is what, Allie? It's, um, it's people that cut their hands cutting an avocado. I'll say it, mostly white people. Hey, what's going on? I just had an avocado and I cut it in my hand. And you know, I didn't cut my hand, don't have avocado hand, and I figured out a neat trick for everyone that's cutting themselves. Don't be a effing idiot. Yeah, and that's, cool. like, that's a good tip, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that pumpkin spice lattes are here, get ready. 
Two eyeballs. Yes. Two eyeballs. <laughs> Two eyeballs. Can't you guys, wait. when we found out that Omar was going to be a dad, mm-hmm. we all had the same reaction, right? How can we stop this? Yeah, it's probably not good for anyone. Because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just not going to be good, and that's what this calls about. Uh, this is from Omar Khan. I've been listening to you for many, many years, and I dreaded the day when I heard you were going to become a father because I was like, "Holy God! Right? How is this man going to take care of another child?" <laughs> same. No, 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 no. Same. same. But just listening to you talk about your kids. It's oh, it's just amazing. As a single mom here, it's just amazing. You're just honestly one of the best fathers out there. I agree. So I just want to say props to you, Walmart. Keep it up. Uh, you know, blow that whistle. Make them win. Champions, champions, champions. Hells yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Isn't that nice? Yeah, he is a great dad. And by the way, we all had those fears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a great dad. Yeah. He loves those little girls a lot. I am good. Oh, you're here. Oh, so. <laughs> Here's another one for Omar. Hey, Kevin, I know you don't listen to the B-Team podcast, but give it a listen every once in a while. You'll feel a lot better. Omar is slowly <laughs> losing his ability to speak. Oh. I mean, he's Kevining almost every, like, other word. All so right. it's getting to the point now where he is now the Kevin of the B-Team podcast. So, <laughs> like I said, go ahead and listen to it. You're going to be like, oh. Me not lot that bad so much. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Omar? What's happening? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm stroking out. It's yeah. a, it, it's hard because, uh, like, you know, Beer Mug and Dave could only help so much. Right. So I'm, like, leading the clips. I'm pulling the clips. I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting. And it's really hard hosting a show, it turns out. <laughs> you know what I mean? How is it? And, 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 like, Lightning, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, not Lightning, Dave and Mugs mm-hmm. just show up. Right, and yeah. I have to do everything. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Hey, so, so, yeah, I, t- I, I tend not to talk very well. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to say to us at all? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, the next one we, I think we were talking about, was I a troublemaker when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I was pretty honest. I had fun, but I was pretty honest. And this yeah. guy wants to take issue with that. You guys are talking about the guy who let, didn't go to college, and Kevin said. Oh, I screwed up a lot, but I was always honest about it. Yeah. Who wrecks a friend's bathroom, that friend being Bean, and doesn't tell him for many, many years? I don't know that wrecking someone's bathroom and then just leaving a party is uh, the most honest thing. At least Jack Black told you to get a plumber. That's true. Kevin, writer, Mr. Honest. Come on. <laughs> That is a very true story he tells right there, by Not the way. Not only did I leave the party, uh-huh. I literally ran. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Wrecked yeah. my toilet, didn't own up for it. Uh, to it, rather, and just walked out of the party. No, mm-hmm. ran. I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I ran out of the party, got in my car, and just drove home. And then you told the story on the air. 10 and... years later? 12 years later? Oh. 15 <laughs> years later? It was recently because Donna was listening and was like... That was Kevin? <laughs> she had to clean it up. <laughs> she had to clean it up. Remember, she called in and was like, Kevin. Look, I'm doing the best I can. Are you? <laughs> this calls also for me, oddly enough. Hey, Kev. Oh. Kev Dog. Heard the craziest thing about Kanye West. We've been saying his name wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it was Kanye West because his grandfather changed it to Kanye to sound more American. <laughs> but his brother was all like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we said Kanye? So now they do. Bung bung. <laughs> Do you change bong bong to bung bung? Yeah, I hope not. I, I like believe it. so. Hey, Kev. K 
Kevdog heard the craziest thing about Beyonce. Oh, I heard that we've been saying her name wrong this whole time. It's supposed to be Beyonce because her grandfather changed it to Beyonce. Oh, he came to America so he could sound more American. Then her brother was all, "What if we said Beyonce? That'd be hilarious." And now they say it that way. Bung bung. He's saying bung bung, by the way. Yeah. Uh, at least he's not going to call again. Hey, Kev. No, Kev Dog. <laughs> heard the craziest thing about Gandhi. No. I heard him. He's been saying his name wrong this whole time. Originally, it was Gandhi, because his grandfather changed it to Gandhi, but he came to America to sound more American. But then his brother was all like, what if we pronounced it Gandhi? That'd be hilarious. So now they do. Bung, bung. <laughs> Give me more. Hey, Kev. Kev Dog. I just found out something crazy about Harambe. Apparently been pronouncing that wrong all along. That was the, what was it? The, the big gorilla. Gorilla at yeah. the zoo or whatever? Yep. yep. Been saying it wrong the whole time. Okay. Who knew? The, his grandfather came into America and changed it to Harambe to sound more American. But then his brother was all, we should pronounce it Harambe just to be hilarious. So now they do. Bung, bung. <laughs> Three two three five two zero A F R O twenty four hours a day. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. How about a new batch of Kevin and Bean's animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories. To cure your blues Animal stories Just for you Let's find out What they're up to Look, look, look I love animals right. As you guys know Of all kinds Right. So, sometimes animals can be dicks, though. Yeah. yeah. We might as well call this segment today when animals attack. Because mm. I am telling you they are coming after us. And we start with a man in China in the Hainan province who was at the beach. And there's video of this, by the way. He crawls out of the water in agony after his penis was stung by a stingray. Saw it? Saw it? Real. It's real. This is not a joke. And the stingray is still attached. <gasps> yes. He is swimming Ooh. in the sea. He's rolling on the sand in pain Ooh. after the stingray's barb hooks into and <gasps> remains attached to his genitals. You guys, I don't have a penis and it hurts. The whole stingray was there. <gasps> yes. The man was visiting the area as a tourist, enjoying the tropical weather when the freak accident happened on September 1st. The video shows him lying on the beach before emergency services rushed to help him. And they did not, unfortunately, have the appropriate tools on hand, so they had to improvise. I want more information on what they did to improvise. I I do not. To fully remove and unhook the spiny tail from the man's penis. By the way, um, did you notice, Kevin, in this video that there's a huge crowd around oh, this sure. guy? Oh, sure. Everybody's watching. Everybody's got their phones out. They're uh, taking pictures. No. They're shooting video. This guy's got his penis out with a stingray attached Check to it. Check out like, this stingray, dude. He's eating the guy's penis. This is awesome. 
It's like that's not like that's not a bad enough day. Now you've got all these people filming it. That's a bad. Oh, I mean, look, man. he didn't do anything to deserve that, right? right? Was he swimming naked or no? Did... He had a swimsuit on. Oh, jeez. He had a swimsuit yeah. on. Yeah, that stingray was going for it. <laughs> Kevin, here's a name you of all people might be familiar with. His name is Gary Babbitt. He apparently was a star. He played over 600 games for Tottenham. Played football oh, the oh, okay. for the Hotspurs. What? Yeah, in the Come UK. on, what you just Spurs? happened? It's Coys. They're my team. What just happened with your team? Yes. Well, he has diabetes. In fact, he was told as a teenager that he would not even be able to play professional sports because of the diabetes. But he overcame that and became quite successful in his sport. But because of the diabetes, he does not have some feeling in one of his feet. Okay? Okay. Keep that in mind as I tell you that he is visiting his daughter at the Kruger National Park in Africa. In South Africa, actually. So he goes to sleep, and during the night, a rat oh, comes oh. into the bedroom. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Climbs into Mm-mm. the bed no, and decides to start chewing on his foot. No. no. He sir. doesn't feel it because of the diabetes. <gasps> Heard it enough. Keeps going, makes a big hole in his toe. Oh. Nope. Oh. Going down to the bone. Oh, God. Nope. And ate underneath his foot. Who's uh. hungry? The rat had a nice meal, and I wasn't even able to feel it, which, thank God, by the way. No, not thank God. He should have felt it and then get the rat off. But, I mean. You want the rat just to have free reign to eat No, but the pain, though. The pain. (laughs) He had to spend uh, seven days in a hospital once he got out of South Africa, by the way, and uh, the recovery is going to be long. But, I mean, a rat, he said, you know, you're in Africa, and you expect it's going to be like a snake or a scorpion or something like that. The last thing you expect is a rat is going to crawl into your tent. I didn't know that rats, like, eat humans. I mean, I guess food is food, right? No, it's a foot. It's a foot attached to a man that's alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because I think sharks don't attack humans on purpose. Right. Like, they think they're something else. Right. I don't. I didn't know that rats targeted humans either. Oh. We are, uh, rats are horrible. I hate everything. We're having fun today, right? No. Stories. Not so far. A southeast Portland woman was bitten by a raccoon suing her former landlords for $151,000. She lives in an apartment complex, Wimbledon Square, and she said that it was their fault that they let the trash build up. It was overflowing trash bins, she said, that created an environment for raccoons to want to come looking for food. She was out walking her two chihuahuas past the garbage area when she was attacked. She said, I saw something fuzzy under one of the cars. I thought it was a cat. The next thing I know, this thing is launching itself at me and wrapped around my leg. Holy mm. crap. Raccoons are dicks. Yeah. Remember we had that story about that gang of raccoons yes. that was terrorizing San Francisco? Yes. Two people at the same time. Miss <laughs> Schultz tried to shake it off without success. This guy comes running over, hits it with a duffel bag, and the things go scuttering off. But she had blood running down her leg, filling up her shoe. Uh, they pounded on the door of a neighbor and went to the emergency room, and they had to give her rabies treatments, even though there hasn't been a case of oh. rabies in a raccoon in Oregon in decades. Those are supposed to be painful, too. Yeah. Yes. They injected the many wounds of her legs 60 times <gasps> with a preventative treatment to ward off rabies. It was the worst pain I ever felt in my life. She is suing for $125,000 for pain and distress, saying that the apartment complex knowingly put them at risk by not cleaning up the trash. Hmm. You guys got room for one more? I mean, we didn't have room for any of those. I mean, Radfoot seems okay at this point. <laughs> right? It does. Here's a, uh, a story that starts off sweet. There's a 64-year-old Maryland woman who loves 
pit bulls. She's had many of them throughout her life, and she decided she was going to adopt another one. It was an out-of-state pit bull adoption that she got. Two weeks after she adopted this adorable little pit bull, he killed her. I'm sorry? Adopt a pit bull, and then the dog, two weeks later, mauls you to death. There was no indication whatsoever that this dog had any kind of aggression issues. She certainly knew and was familiar with pit bulls. And by the way, every pit bull I've ever met in my life is the sweetest dog in the world. Except this one. They're just lovable lumps. But there's a 911 call you don't have to hear of the husband calling and going, oh, my God, my wife is being attacked by a dog. Please come. Please help. Uh, they don't they're, they're doing a necropsy to determine whether the dog was sick or had rabies. But that is not that's not the payback for doing the sweetest thing in the world and adopting a dog. Right. That's I don't feel what, like mm, you're choosing good stories mm-mm. today. That is mm-mm. not what you ever hope to have happen at the end. All right. So which one of these do you want to be? If you have to be one, you want to get eaten by your pit bull, you have bitten to by a rat, one? attacked by a raccoon. Uh, or have the uh, or or have the stingray? Uh, stingray on your penis. Which one you want to be, Kevin? At this point, I want rat foot because I didn't feel it. Not looking too bad, though. Yeah. You're in the hospital for seven days after but that. But you don't want a stingray on your junk. I mean, no, you don't. You know what's probably solved? What's that? I say you don't want to be attacked by a raccoon. Can we reject no, all of these No, which stories? one do you want, Kevin? Which one? Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I'd love to see it. This is good animal stories. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie's here with a very special What's Happening that we do at this time every Friday morning. Yeah, every Friday morning we like to talk about our That's My Jam playlist. Here's the thing. We don't pick the music that we play on K-Rock. We all have incredibly varied tastes. And we thought, why not put together a playlist where every member of the Kevin and Bean Show can put a song on every single week that they're either into right at the moment, could be a new song, could be a song that just came up on a playlist that you forgot about that you're like, damn, I missed that song. Right. So every single week we add a new song. Just go to the Kevin and Bean social media pages, Facebook and Twitter, at Kevin and Bean, and we will link you to the playlist. Click follow. Dave said, click shuffle, because there's over... Three and a half hours oh, that's of music idea. right now. So hit the shuffle on that bad boy, and every single week you're gonna have music in your ear holes that we have curated. Just and by for the way, you. it's not just uh, uh, Kevin and Bean and Allie either. Uh, everybody contributes. Dave does, Christine does, Chip does, Ruben does, Beer Mug. Everybody. Wait, puts we put song. their songs on now. We sure do. Yeah. yeah okay. When I said every member of the Kevin and Bean show oh. adds a song, that's yeah, that's what I, I didn't meant. Know that was so, a deal. Okay, yeah. back to you. What's wrong with you guys? Kevin, you're up first. Uh, Mine is a new group, to me at least, Mm -hmm. called LSD. And it's Labyrinth, who's a guy from England, Mm. and Sia, who's from Australia, and Diplo, who's an American producer. And they have a brand new album coming out. It says September 2018. So I feel like pretty soon. They put out three songs, and my favorite by far is a song called Genius. love that song so much. I'm going to tell you to look up Labyrinth. Um, I think it was around 2014. A song called Jealous. 
that will wreck you. Awesome. He's amazing. He does a song, Beneath Your Beautiful, as well. That is just, He's so good. His voice is incredible. But that song's a banger. It is really good. <gasps> the whole way through. Like, he does a verse, yeah. and then they do the chorus, and then Sia does a verse, then do the chorus. Nice. It's really good. I dig Are you it. Uh, trying to get a little uh, self-affirmation going, Kevin, when you pick a song called Genius? Just I mean, maybe. Or re- repeat bit. when you're on the treadmill over and over and over <laughs> again or something. Bean, you're um, up next. My song is an odd choice for me. I am not a fan, and maybe it's just that I haven't been exposed to enough really good current day punk rock. But there is a band that I have been intrigued with out of Britain called Idols. And they have a new single called Samaritans. You know, punk rock's not for everybody. It can be tough to listen to. But, Ali, one of the reasons I wanted to bring this song up and bring it to your attention is the entire song is a takedown of toxic masculinity. Oh. Which is, I know, something that you're interested in, and especially as a result of that, uh, you know, that Molly Tebbett's murder recently in Iowa and other things that have been in the news. It's a real problem, not just in America, but around the world, is this sense of entitlement and physicality that men have somehow. And punk rock sometimes addresses what's going on in the world, and this is one of those cases. I mean, there are lyrics like, the mask of masculinity is a mask that's wearing me, for instance. Mm. I'm a real boy and I'll cry. I love myself and I want to try instead of I hate myself and I want to die, which is what it used to say with Nirvana's song, for instance. Damn. So, again, it's all about toxic masculinity. It's an interesting concept for a song, and they uh, and they rock, too. Again, here's Idols. The song is called Samaritans. That sounds great, wow. too. You see your father cry, by the way. How's that for a crazy Hey, I didn't life? read the lyrics to all my songs. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why I wanted to point it out is because it's yeah. really about the lyrics, not about the beat. And if you're looking for something that rocks pretty hard, that's uh, that's my choice. Nice. Well, I added a song yesterday that came out yesterday. Oh. It's brand new Hosier. I just like to say it like that. <laughs> um, this is his first new music in four years. And he released a new EP. I think there's only four songs on it, but a full-length album is to follow in 2019. But he talks about um, in interviews how all of his music is so roots-based in Muddy Waters, uh, John Lee Hooker, Howlin' Wolf, all the music that he grew up with. And without that music, there wouldn't be anything to him, which is really interesting. So the title of the new EP is called Nina Cried Power, and it's a Nina Simone infused. It's amazing. But the song I picked is called Moment Silence. And then it says Common Tongue. And if, if, you, if you listen to the lyrics in this, all right. <laughs> know that about Hozier. I didn't know that he was that influenced by... Yeah, when uh, the song's all about when his baby uh, puts her mouth on him, and I'm just gonna say... He took us to church, and now that is a one-way ticket to Bone Town, is what it is. Thank Why don't they name the album you. One Way Ticket to Bone it Town, then? It should be. That song, 
bangs <laughs> real good. So uh, that's it right there. That, uh, those are our choices for our That's My Jam playlist. And again, go to at Kevin and Bean on Twitter and Facebook. We have linked you to our playlist and enjoy it. Some birthdays for you. Great people. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean. K-U Rock K-R-O-Q. All right, let's talk about uh, you saw some kind of Something on drugs. Paul McCartney says he saw God. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Paul's new album, uh, he's the most successful songwriter of all time, by the way. His uh, new album called Egypt Station, available everywhere today. So he has been making the rounds, doing a bunch of interviews. He was on Fallon last night. He did uh, the Mark Marin podcast this week. He was on Stern a few days ago. And in this interview in the Sunday Times, he told a story I have not heard before about taking a drug that I have not heard of before called DMT. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. Yeah. What, what 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 should I know about it? Is it LSD related? You know, uh, they say when you're about to die, your brain produces a certain type of drug, mm-hmm. and this mimics it. Well, it's it's shorter than an LSD or mushroom yes. trip. They call it a businessman's trip. So <laughs> okay. I, that's like what they call it. That's I feel like lingo. that would work for you, B. Yeah. So you take it. It's a shorter amount of kind time. Kind of a mini trip. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right, so what's what's Paul's story then, Kevin, on the DMT? Well, here's the weird thing is that he took it, and then he saw God, mm-hmm. and then he goes on to say that he really saw God, that mm-hmm. there was a huge tall wall, and there was something at the top of it, and he sort of leaves out the whole thing about DMT. It's no longer drug-related. He saw God for reals. Bro was high. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why he, wouldn't you at least doubt it if you know you've taken a hallucinogen? Mm-hmm. I at least doubt it a little bit that it's not real. Or is it just uh, he had such an experience with a higher power that he thinks he saw that maybe he did see it. Maybe God revealed himself in that moment and he was just more open because he was on DMT to seeing it. Or uh-huh. it was DMT. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. No, but, right. But I think both of you are saying things that could be true at the same time, which is, mm-hmm. yes, it was because of the DMT, but as Allie's pointing out, and as many people mm-hmm. point out, it expands your mind to the point where mm-hmm. you are seeing a, uh, past the edges that you're normally hemmed in by. You can see things that you yes. can't see right. you when you're not on DMT. But yeah. my question to you is, are they? Re- is it real? I think You don't the- know that answer if you're on a hallucinogen. You just don't. You at least have to say, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think the answer we all say is... (laughs) (laughs) Is what? I was going to go into the aliens and... Oh, the terrorist situation? Yeah. 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 All right, so the topic is, I don't know whether he saw God or not. Uh, Uh, I I do, by the way. I I think it's possible. You did? Hmm. You don't know, man. I do. But I do think there's an interesting conversation to be had in the things that you saw while you were high, whether you were on acid or mushrooms or DMT or whatever it was. What did you see when you were hallucinating, essentially, at mm-hmm. 1-800-520-1067? It's an interesting topic to me. Now, uh, we're going to get Omar in here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, uh, Dave, you're here. Yep. Uh, who wants to go first? I mean, I Dave think... has to pick from thousands. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen. What, what were you on, Dave, in the story you're about to share with us? The first time I tried mushrooms, I uh, was outside and I had a conversation with Big Boy from Outcast. Awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. We loved That's Outcast. Rad. What was he doing there? Why was he in Downey? I do not know. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> where? <laughs> Downey, California. He was in Downey. Yeah, he wasn't. It was ah. me. And this was, by the way, this is before I became a huge fan of Stanconia. I must have seen him get interviewed or something. And 
I had a Wait, about so a, they hadn't really they been, haven't even really broke wow broke out that's yet. weird um but I had a, about a 10 minute conversation and my friends like who are you talking to <laughs> and I was like big boy from Outcast and they're like no. okay and they just walked away and, let me, the right and let me continue to talk to myself now here's the difference between you and Paul McCartney you acknowledge the drugs had something to do with that and perhaps you weren't talking so to um, big boy. So I met Big Boy once, uh-huh. and I asked him, hey, uh, do you happen to know about this topic? Just to see if there was something Wait, like... Wait, what some, topic? What, what we were, I forgot what we were talking about, but I asked him about it. It was about... Oh, you like, mean yeah. when you were talking what, what, to Big Boy on your dream? Yeah. On your drug? I asked the real Big Boy that okay. question. That's mm-hmm. a dumb thing to do. Yeah, because he said, what are you talking <laughs> of about? Of course, because said, he wasn't there. Okay, I, you, but you know what? Maybe there was some connection, like Bean was saying, like or Ali was saying, like maybe there was some connection that I had with him, and it, it was real. Why the am I the real. voice of reason? <laughs> if you talk to Big Boy from Outcast, then you run into him in real life. Don't ask him about that to. conversation. I to. No, you didn't. I do enjoy that he equated Big Boy with God. <laughs> Like, it's the same thing to I him. Mean, for a while, pretty hot. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> What up? Wow. Right, Omar. So weird. Yeah, this was, uh, I don't know, 10, 10 years ago when I used to party hardy. And I go out to a rave, and I didn't have any drugs on me, so I buy some drugs off of a, a dude on the street, right? Safe, yeah. Good. So, don't do that. So um, I uh, take the drugs, and nothing happens. So, you know, we're at the rave. We party. Mm-hmm. Please it's tell a, me you're a drug 101, and you went, I need to take more. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so. So, so so it's it's four a.m. or five a.m. where the the party every, they're kicking everybody out, and I uh, pull my money out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab some water before I go home, and I pull my money out, and my money starts glowing. All right, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what I bought, and it's just starting to kick in. Oh, no. wow, hours later, hours later, oh. right. So I'm like, okay, I need to get home. Okay, so so are you positive your money wasn't just becoming alive? <laughs> no, no, yeah, <laughs> you imagine because and then so. I get home, and all I want to do is go to sleep, mm-hmm. okay? So we ha- I had one of these um, top K-Rock Top 100 of all time posters mm-hmm. on, and I'm trying to go to sleep, and Beck would not let me go to sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like that. You know, you know Beck? Yeah, what does that yeah. do with... Yeah, of course. What he does started that have to do with the poster? Well, he started talking to me. He was on the he poster. He was on the poster. <laughs> on the poster. Yeah. And you had a conversation with poster Beck. Well, well, Beck was telling me about his new record he was going to release. Oh, <laughs> and he just mean? would not let me go to sleep. And I was like, like, I was like, Beck, Beck I want to go to sleep. Shut the F up. Absolutely. I'm trying to sleep. It went on for like an hour. I'm not kidding you. That's oh, awesome. Guy would not let me go to sleep. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Did you ask me? Do you, no. do you know what it was you took? No idea. Had I no love idea. that you just bought random drugs yeah. for random oh, dude. To trust me. Yep. I love yeah. that. That's oh. an Omar thing. I went through a phase. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's oh, do one call before the break because this is going to be a super fun topic. Let's make it Neil. Line two, please, in Lomita. We're talking about things you saw or thought you saw or hallucinated or whatever under the influence. Neil, thank you for calling the Kevin Bean Show. What happened to you? Hey, party people. Hi. Hey. Hey, uh, so I was going to Juju Beats, which was a big rave back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm not like Omar. Whatever you're going to take, you're going to bring with you because you don't want to be reckless. No, right? he just, uh, he just yeah. puts out money and just throws <laughs> in pills. Hello and money. <laughs> so the girl I was dating was like, hey, I got these mushrooms. I was like, oh, okay. So, sh- so we make up these smoothies. So you go to the store, you get a smoothie mix, you put in like an eighth of mushrooms, you mm-hmm. grind it up. Yep. We drank it on the way from the car to the gate of this rave. And usually might take between a half an hour and two hours to fire up. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to the gate, we're already feeling it. 
it was a totally overwhelming experience. Everything, like, all you want to do is get away from people and noise, and you're at a rave. I'm oh, sorry. You're at a rave, and all you want to do is get away from people and noise. Uh-oh. Exactly. So I finally, I find a spot. It's behind the bathroom. It's quiet. There's only a few people over there. I lay down. This is like heaven. I'm getting away from people. I'm just going to wait this thing out because it feels like it's going to go on forever, and then I'm going to die. Right. I close my eyes. I close my eyes, and I, and I hear someone coming, and I look up, and somebody has stood over me and is like, hey, man, you okay? It is like a demon from, you ever see the movie <laughs> Jacob's Ladder? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It was a demon. So it's like, it's a demon. It's in front of my face, and uh, my brain just about, just about shifted and broke, and I don't remember anything else for the next six hours. I woke up in my girlfriend's truck. But the, oh but the demon was very interested in your health. He wanted to make sure you were okay. That's nice. That's well, a nice that, demon. You know, uh, a lot of them really have your best interest in mind. <laughs> it's surprising, but yeah, that's true. That sounds like maybe an ecstasy decision instead of a mushroom decision, right? Uh, not For to me. That no, sounds, no, 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 that's no. not ecstasy at oh, all. No, no, no. No, I'm saying he should have gone ecstasy oh, instead yes, of yes. mushrooms. It sounds like yes. he would have had a better time at the rave and at least seen well, something. Well, you know what? It was back in the day, so we were partying twice a week. So we'd probably done ecstasy the the, the, the Wednesday before. So. Oh, gotcha. All right. You're, you're, you're crazy, It's amazing man, Neil. you're alive and able to speak. But thank you, Neil. We appreciate the call. All right. 1-800-520-1067. This is going to be fun, you guys. What did you hallucinate? We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The point I'm trying to make with all of these people is that I hate drugs. Right. I hate them. Mm-hmm. And based upon what I have seen... You all don't quite hate them as much as I do. No, it doesn't seem like <laughs> it's it. It's very true. 
our uh, listeners are certainly coming through on this. Topic. I got to tell you, we always have the conversation. How many people will call on this topic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one, all, yeah, all, yes, everybody. And and by the way, uh, don't do drugs, right? That's our point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we can all agree on that, right? But if you do, what do you see? Under the influence. You're on mushrooms or acid or whatever it is. What hallucinations have you had? That's the interesting topic on the table today. Paul McCartney says he saw God. How about Robert and Ukaipa, line eight, please, up first in this segment on the Kevin Bean Show. Robert, thank you for calling. What's going on? Uh, good morning, you guys. Morning. Um, actually, I was at my parents' house with a few of my friends. Everyone's hanging out, had a few drinks. Then my friend decided to bring out some shrooms that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. So want to be cool, take it. Everyone's fine. Everyone's good. My friend starts freaking out. I'm like, I'm waiting for something. I turn around. I look at him. He turns into a Lego man. Whoa! Really he turns into really a Lego. Nice. That's Legos. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I was. That, I thought it was really cool. I'm happy and having a good time. I look at my house. It turns into giant Legos. Legos everywhere. I'm excited. But as soon as I touch, I go inside, open up the door, it shatters like Uh-oh. it's like Lego bricks on the ground. Sure. I touch the window. Everything's like I'm freaking out because anything I touch like falls and shatters on the ground. So I'm like, okay, okay, I'm fine. I turn around and bump my friend. He he falls and, and shatters the Lego bricks. Oh. And by the way, so now I'm, there's no I, place safe to walk on that floor in the entire house. Right? No, not at all. And then I... As soon as I, I actually ball, I fall down, it's like kind of start freaking out. And then I shatter into Lego bricks. I'm seeing my whole entire body into bricks everywhere. How about that? Sounds great. That sounds fun. <laughs> That's, I wish I'd have been there with you, man. Thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. Um, let's go to, uh, by the way, speaking of uh, Paul McCartney meeting God, line five, same story. Andre in L.A., he met God, Kevin. You can, with Paul you, can ask all the, you can ask all the questions you would have asked Paul about his story. All right, Andre, hi. Hi, how's it going? Good, Good morning. Thank you. So you so saw I what? Took DM- I took DMT, mm-hmm. I saw God, and I believe it's 100% real. Okay, now, how does the first sentence you said, I took DMT, how does that not figure into whether it's real or not? Well, do you know what I mean? Like, do you think it just yeah, absolutely okay? Yeah, absolutely. I think if it was maybe like LSD or mushrooms, but the fact that DMT is already in your brain as we speak, mm-hmm. it's it's obviously an experience that is shared with all humans. That once once we once we die, that happens. There's also people that have reached extreme the deep forms of meditation mm-hmm. and i believe that's what happens with the dmt all right what was it like and when you saw god then i believe that god and i at the time were one it was the same thing y- you were god we are god we we're have a collective. God all us. of us okay. are god oh okay when yeah. you when you came down from it did you have a good feeling about the experience was it uh, was it spiritually fulfilling Yes, it was spiritually cleansing. It changed my life and my perspective towards other people. Did you take it uh, by itself, or was it mixed with, like, ayahuasca, or was it just by itself? It was by itself. I think I got lucky because I know some people don't always have the same experience. Mm-hmm. Some people do have to do things like ayahuasca to get that, but it, I broke through, and yeah. Okay, yeah, so did. let me ask you this, uh, and I'm not mocking you, by the way. I'm, I'm, I believe you. Uh, hold um, on. I am. Okay, okay Kevin's mocking you. 
if you if you had that experience with the DMT and you saw God, and, I mean, which is the most profound thing I can imagine a human enduring, wh- why wouldn't you take it every single day for the rest of your life trying to recapture that moment? Well, when you when you have a profound experience like that, you realize that you don't have to necessarily see God every day to know that it's always there. Oh, so that, so that experience yeah. literally changed your life. Yes, absolutely. Huh. All right. Wow. I'm no longer I'm no longer mocking. Of, I had a lot of insecurities, I had a lot of fear, you know, small small addictions like um like chewing tobacco or even even wanting to judge people all the time for not agreeing with you. Right. Those things kind of disappeared because it doesn't really even matter if we're all just God here learning that we're trying to get there. We okay. have these egos and personalities yeah. that right. kind of separate us from that. But Andre, I would, I would uh, pay to watch your TED Talk, man. Right. I, I just got <laughs> <Thank> a boner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. All right. Let's, um, why don't we go, uh, let's go out with the Noe line one, please, in Burbank. We've all got the warm and fuzzy from Andre's story. Let's, uh, let's leave with a laugh with Noe. All right. Hello. Uh, hey, guys. Your name is Noe. Are we saying that right? Yeah, Noe. Like okay. Joey, but with an N. All right. Go ahead. All right. So there's the, uh, the base so of your problem. I was uh, young and dumb. Um, my uh, buddies and I thought it'd be a great idea to try some acid for the first time mm-hmm. while we were already under the influence of other things. Good. And it was my job to uh, sort of go first, I guess you could say. And we kind of broke all the rules. We uh, had never done it before. We were already under other things. And we thought it'd be a great idea to do it outside for safety reasons. Well, um, I ended up taking it. And I don't know exactly how long it took to, cook, to kick in, but mm-hmm. I was suddenly driving in space. Oh. And it was awesome. Driving what? A car? I was, yeah, I was in a car. In I space. can't tell you the maker model. It was black. <laughs> it was black. And, okay. um, yeah, it was black. I so it was the color of space. And, so uh, no one could see apparently, it. Apparently, yeah, I know. Right, yeah. Sorry, go black ahead. Black on space. Uh, but apparently, in reality, I was just kind of walking around in circles. In the backyard. That's apparently the only thing I was really doing. Okay. You know, that's um, what we forgot to ask is, did anyone else see you during this trip? It, yeah, it no, sounds my, like, my buddies were watching the whole time. It sounds like, hang on, Noe, it sounds like when you watch somebody else with those VR goggles on. Right. They're mm-hmm. in space, but to you, they're yes. just a guy sitting on a couch right. running around. Okay, all right, what totally, else happened? You're in, totally... you're in space in a car, then what? Yeah. Oh, so then I drove too close to the sun got pulled into its gravitational field oh, no. and caught on fire. Oh, no. Like you do. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, I had tripped and fallen in a fire ant bed. Uh, I'm sorry. You and mean in real... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Me. In real life, you tripped and fell in an ant... Fire it's, ant? Yeah. In my, mm. in my buddy's backyard, I was in space, then got caught on fire, but I really had... I had, I had actually tripped and fallen in a fire ant bed and had ants crawling all over me and biting me. Oh, my God. Well, it just sounds yeah. like everything about this was a positive experience. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up having to go to the hospital. Oh, no. And, uh, the emergency room. And um, the doctor there clearly knew we weren't the most up-and-coming young gentlemen. Right. And gave me a shot to put down some swelling and said he doesn't want to see us here ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Noah, you and your friends are always welcome here on the Kevin Show. I want to party with Noah. <laughs> Thanks for calling. And by that, I mean don't do drugs. Yes. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, uh, Dr. Drew's on the phone. I know we have another thing to talk to him about, but mm-hmm. do you mind if I uh, if I hit him with some DMT questions? Sure. Oh, good. Hey, Doc. How are you? Hey, hey, man. What's happening? 
Well, first of all, a belated happy birthday to you, my friend. Thank you. You know, I'm a little anxious this morning. Do you know that? Why? Why? Well, because producer Dave goes, uh, the boys want to surprise you today. They want a surprise. I'm well, like, you don't need to be anxious. We're friends. Yeah, we're friends. We're, we're never going to throw you under the bus, Dr. Drew, ever. Okay. Right. Before we get to that, though, we were just having a conversation with <laughs> listeners who <laughs> we're were going to make you wait, Dr. Drew. <laughs> right, exactly. Before we get to throw you under the bus. Okay, we're, yeah, okay. we're just having a conversation with listeners about hallucinations they've had, things they've seen while they were on drugs. And yeah. the impetus for the discussion was a recent interview Paul McCartney did about seeing God while on DMT. Yeah. Now, I, I had never heard of DMT, and Allie was explaining to me that it's kind of like the businessman's LSD. In other words, it's it, it's kind of a, maybe, I don't know, a watered-down or a shorter-lasting version or something of LSD? Well, it's no. shorter. It's yeah. more intense. It's yeah. the one with the greatest dissolution of self. They do, sometimes people, I believe, call that one the God drug. Because yeah. Because okay. they do feel they see... They, it, it's the one with the, the most complete dissolution of self and sense of connectedness, some huge monstrosity out in the universe. Here's what's bizarre to us, though, and we just talked to a bunch of people who had those kind of trips, is that none of them are willing to write it off as, hey, I took DMT. So what, I, like saw, actual, so what I saw is real. I, yeah, but that's part of the human experience, isn't it? I'm right. We we feel like our experiences dictate the our, our belief of what is real and what is not. And the fact is, it is just an experience, and it it may be real, right? I, I will tell you where this stuff, you know, there's DMT and ayahuasca and all these other sort of p- things. that why, That's why people talk about it as the businessman drug. But you can get pure DMT, and, and that's where people describe the most intense and sometimes upsetting experience. Well, not upsetting, overwhelming experiences. And, and it takes them a while to come back from it sometimes. I want that. Does it somehow, I'm... like, unlock <laughs> unlock memories and things that maybe you haven't been dealing with? No, so it's... I think, I think it... it See, a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, is being used in end of life, uh, like LSD and things. When people have terminal illnesses, it really helps them come to terms with what it feels like when you don't exist. Mm -hmm. And and what these experiences teach you is that when you don't exist, there's some greater connection to some loving something that is kind of cool. And uh, so people feel okay about dying then. Just before Ali started talking, Bean said, I want that. I do. (laughs) Dr. Drew, for years I've been trying to get you to give me the thumbs up on some sort of hallucinogenic. Is DMT for me? Is DMT for Bean? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing that scares me about DMT, a lot of these drugs, we don't know the long-term effects, right? We don't know whether they cause brain damage. We don't know if they cause mood disturbances. And I've seen some weird stuff happen to people. So I, I, that's why I can't approve it. I've, I've no, I'm actually working on a documentary where we're go, digging into this and trying to figure it out. And Can Bean be on it? Yeah, I'll be in it. I'll be your subject. <laughs> Bean will be a subject. That's yes! That's Would you do this? Yes! But, but we, the real, the sick part of this is we the, we haven't been able to do the medical research because these are bad molecules, and and that's the horrible part. That's one of your big pet peeves. Yeah. really will help people. Yeah. I don't need medical people. research. I don't care about the facts. Hey, and by the way, there's a, there's you know a lot of people believe that some of the great the holy books were written on these things because there's okay. a lot of commonality in the experiences that are described in things like the Bhagavad Vita, things like that. So, All right. Uh, All right. We were going to shelve that you know for that another song. day, and I'm going to be in your documentary. Kevin, do you want to break the bad news to Dr. Drew, or should I? All right. Here's my experience. Hang on. Slow mm-hmm. down. i got to breathe. Okay. 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 breathing. I love Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. We all do. Sunday, had a party all day mm-hmm. for Labor Day at a friend's house, mm-hmm. and I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what? It's Dr. Drew's birthday party. Yeah. I need to go because I love Dr. Drew. Okay. Didn't feel well, but I was like, you know what? I can show up. I can say hi to him. Happy birthday. It's good to see you. You know, 
Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you for being a friend, all that kind of stuff. So I get there, and they're doing a podcast. So Dr. Drew uh-huh. is unavailable for me to speak to because he's sitting behind a, a desk at the front of the room with Adam Carolla. <laughs> and then he's got just a, a crazy line of guests that are going to come up and sit down. Huh. So I sat there for like, I don't know, maybe a half hour. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I was just like, you know what? Not going to get a chance to say hi to Dr. Drew. So went home, sure I went home, left. <laughs> Dr. Drew, who does 10 podcasts yes. a day, yes. every day of the year, yes. on his 60th birthday yes. at his party, yes. is doing nothing but recording podcasts. Yes. We need to have an intervention on you, Dr. Drew. It's okay to have a conversation with somebody once in a while that's not in a microphone. I, I don't know what to say. I'm guilty. Right. Yes. It was at your party though. But but Kevin, I saw you there. I was in I if you'd given me another twenty minutes, I would climb down from said table and I was You were recording you were recording a podcast. You're not gonna walk away from the microphone. Don't be ridiculous. The thing was gonna only went for like fifty five minutes and you Oh, only an hour. Okay. (laughs) But you had guests lined up down like Kevin is looking at the line and going, Well, Joel McHale's still gotta get up. Steve walks past me, Bob's gotta get up there. I I mean I'm pretty far down on the list, Kevin's (laughs) thinking if I wanna have a word with the birthday Kevin, God bless him, was sitting right there. I was. He was not right there. He was in the, the on-deck circle. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> I didn't know where I was. in the on-deck circle, so he got to sit with everybody just before they came Right. Up. I didn't know where I was, but I saw Bob Saget, and he waved me over. Okay. So, so at this point, I didn't even know they were going to do a podcast. And then all of a sudden, they started doing a podcast. I was like, what's happening? I thought I was at a birthday party. Why can't you have a birthday party where you just interact with your guests right. and don't right. record something to there, put up on the Dr. Drew Network? There is actually a rational, semi-rational... Uh, uh, it's going to sound defensive. What I it's going to sound defensive, is it? Okay. <laughs> well, my wife said, "You need what about your 60th birthday?" I went, "Well, let's go out to dinner with the kids." And she's like, "Hey, yeah, you need to have a party." I go, "No, no, I don't need to have a party." She goes, "You're having a party." Okay. She's right, said, by the way. That's a, that's a birthday that you need to have a party. Yeah. For. Yeah, right. you and by the way, the, you should have not worked it. By the way, the oh. fact that you're 60 and you right? look like that is effing BS. It's it ridiculous. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Now, now I feel better about this ambush. Okay. But, but you, by the way, if you're doing an intervention, don't do those sidebars till they're okay. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Okay. I'm not good at this intervention thing. I feel, I feel strengthened now. I'm more <laughs> of a receiver than a giver. <laughs> Mark that chip. Okay. All right. So your wife says you have, have a party, and you and you agreed. Okay, and, go ahead. No, I didn't really agree. I said, I said, I'll tell you what. I said, if it, if it can be purposeful, I, I don't like things being about me. So I said, if it's purposeful. Like, we're raising money for the Prostate Cancer Foundation, and people are going to get up and roast me so the people at the party have some sort of entertainment. Nah, Dr. Man. Drew, let me, just, let, me, let me just butt back in again and say, no one mm-hmm. could hear what was going on <laughs> on the part. podcast because everyone was talking full, bla- full, uh, full volume. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good news, bad news. So the bad news is, oh, we were very aware of that. <laughs> the, the good news is, all I was concerned about is that everyone have a good time, and they seem to be having a good time, so I didn't care. Okay. So who cares? Okay. So in the meantime, the podcast does sound pretty good. I've listened to yeah, it. Yeah, they had a good time as long as they didn't want to interact with the person that they came to see. Yeah, that's right. And, and so that's how you had to, if you're going to see me, you got to get up there on the podcast. That's but, odd, right? 
It is odd. All right. Come on. I shouldn't have to get up on a podcast to say happy birthday to a friend. But I'll tell you what. It's it's. It was so. There was so. There were two really significant reactions I had to this thing. One was. It was like being the groom at a wedding. You don't get to spend any time with anybody. In fact, right. most time I spent with people on the damn podcast. And That's because two, the groom doesn't do a podcast right after the wedding. But Drew it also would. felt like a funeral where everyone in your oh. life comes through and is like very weird. I it mean, was, it was kind of a roast situation. So they'd have three or four minutes each and then another person would come up and mm-hmm. so they'd all make fun of them. Yeah, exactly. From what I could hear, and I was I sitting really closely, exactly. from what I can hear, that's what was happening. That's what's just, happening. That's what's it's, happening. A, it's okay to not do a podcast sometimes. That's the only point I want to make. And Dr. Drew. Drew, you said it was for charity. I would have gladly given to any charity no opportunity for me. <laughs> there, I saw no opportunity to give to any charity. How was I supposed to do that? That well, it was in the invitation, but obviously we I don't read invitations. Put that up front. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I am properly humiliated. Okay, properly. good. That's what we're hoping for. You got it. I and mean, I don't want to humiliate you. I'm just saying, if it's a birthday party for you, how about not podcasting? But I. What about know, that option? I want you to know. I saw you. I was going. You were my first stop when I finished, and you Please. vanished. And I thank you for being there. You have no idea. <laughs> You have no idea how grateful I am for people that showed up, and so I'm really grateful. I would have, Drew, if I if I was invited. I definitely <laughs> would have. Oh, that hurts. Like, yeah. So. The, the the problem with parties like that is I just I looked the other way. My wife did all the inviting. Oh, and I knew yeah. there'd be blame it on your wife. No, here's okay. what happened: is she she invited me through my email, and uh-huh. I don't check my email. So mm-hmm. then she contacted Bean, who does mm-hmm. check his email, and he texted me the invitation. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten it. Oh, that's nice. Though. So I'm glad I. I'm Not only I... am I grateful and humiliated, I'm now extremely embarrassed for your not having been invited out. I apologize. <laughs> oh, so we've accomplished everything we, we set you. out to do. <laughs> we just all wanted right. to batter you today. That's all. DrDrew.com is where you can hear this wonderful podcast and all you the can other podcasts. You hear the podcast. birthday podcast at DrDrew.com. Oh, yes, you can. Don't. It can't be good. From <laughs> what I saw, it can't be good. Did you edit it a lot? No, it's not that good, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> All right. Happy uh, happy belated, uh, Doctor. You got another shot at your 61st birthday party next year. We'll see you then. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Bye. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's that magic time of the week. You guys hit it, Steve. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. Here's the deal. We ask you to text us in, be texture 100, and we'll play any song we have in the system. Any song that K-Rock's ever played, if we've still got it, we'll play it for you. And that has led to us playing some crazy songs we never thought we'd play again. <laughs> we couldn't have gone wrong uh, with this batch this week. Listen to this. Uh, texture number 99 was Thomas from the 469 area code, wherever that is who was looking for Santa Monica by Everclear, which still sounds great when you hear it. That is a great song. Texture 101 was Brad out of Palmdale, who was looking for Boingo, Just Another Day. Come on. Another great song. Any song by Boingo would be great. And this might be an outstanding time to remind you that if you're a huge Danny Elfman fan like we are, don't forget the Nightmare Before Christmas with the orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl is happening at the end of October. Tickets are going on sale to the public tomorrow. But K-Rock Street Team members can buy them starting at noon today. From noon till 10 today, Street Team members can get those tickets early. Make sure you are signed up for the password. Go to krock.com for that. Texter 100, though, is who we have on the line. And let's go to him or her now, Kevin. Hey, Rudy. Hey, how you guys doing? Very good. How's Lakewood today? What's going on out there? 
Uh, not much. It's just a it's just a quiet day today for the most part. This right. isn't the same Rudy that has called in and gotten on twice before, is it? Uh, no, but I uh, I got. I was a uh, I was one 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 day, so I got the shout out once. Okay, all right. Okay. Did you all not right. like Rudy? Who's got no? I thought, okay. how does this dude keep oh, doing I it? Right. I was going to say your magic, Rudy. <laughs> well, oh, we yeah. very much appreciate you listing every week and trying to get on. Today is your big day. How did you arrive at the choice that you made for Keep It One Hundred? I just like the song in general, and I've been trying to call for like the last six months, but I finally did it today. Nice. Okay. You, have you been requesting the exact same song for six months? Uh, yeah, I have. You've wow. got to get Spotify, dude. Right? <laughs> you really do. It's a great just, request. It's no. the only time he'll ever hear it, you guys. It's a great yeah, request. I know. You can't get this song anywhere else. All right, Rudy from Lakewood, you're our Keep It 100, Texture 100. Why don't you introduce the song to everybody? All right, everybody. I hear that you get what you give by New Radicals. It's a great choice. Thank you. Keep It 100. Come on with that. Right? New radicals, that, you get what you give. Does that feel good on a Friday or what? I like it. it does. That is a Greg in Lakewood's choice for Kevin and Bean's Keep It 100 or Rudy. today. Or a Rudy, yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, Greg handed the call. Greg called. He handed the phone to Rudy. Rudy, oh. talk to us. What? Um, Allie, um, what year was the New Radicals song on K Rock and everywhere? It was definitely the late 90s. Mm hmm. Possibly. 2000. But since you just went, mm-hmm, I'm going to go 99. You'd be close. 98, 1998. Yay! And uh, it was a kind of a band in a name only. It was really a, a solo artist. Just that named, dude, right? It's just that dude yeah. who just had uh, people around him. And his name was Greg Alexander. And I don't know if you were quite on the show yet, Allie, or if you remember that. Do you remember us having Greg Alexander in on the program when he was nominated for an Oscar in 2015? Oh, my gosh, no. You think that this guy was like, whatever happened to that dude from that song? We had him on the show. He was nominated for a song in the movie Begin Again, a song that he wrote called Lost Stars. He, oh, he could have won an Oscar. He wow. almost won an Oscar. But he didn't, so he'll probably best be remembered for that song from New Radicals. But that was a great choice. We'll do it again next Friday. This has been Keep It 100. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. All right, let's uh, let's all get enough altitude to get off the boat. Yeah. With our final look at what's happening here on this Friday. No, Allie, you're stop see, it. you just said stop let's... It. You stop it. God damn it. Cat Corbett's with me. Cat Corbett agrees with Fry Yeh. No, she no, doesn't. No, no, I, I say no. I, no. I must have misunderstood. All right, Allie, what's going on? Uh, I want to give something away, you guys. It is Paley Fest Fall Previews yeah! Panel happening at the Paley Center for Media September 6th through the 16th. This is all the Fox shows, The Cool Kids, Last Man Standing, and Hell's Kitchen. If you want to see the panels on September 13th, Give a call right now, 1-800-520-1067, and be caller, be caller 13, since it's September 13th, and you will see the stars of those shows up there on the stage answering questions. You might even get to ask one yourself. For bong, more bong. In- bong, bong. Go to paleyfest.org for more info. Kat, I'm glad you're here, because I'm not sure if you heard this. Um, 
it's concerning. I'm worried. Uh, yeah. Metallica has been doing this thing where they go to different cities and they'll play a song from a band that's from that city. So what did they do of Garbage's Bean? Stupid Girl. Stupid, Stupid Girl. Girl. I think in they Scotland. were in Madison and or Milwaukee. In and Milwaukee. Did a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for Butch Vig. Right. Yeah. So did that. Um, but then it, it took a real turn oh, no. on Tuesday night. Listen, I got an email that this was the subject line. Metallica covers when doves cry, and it makes that Dwight Yoakam cover sound amazing. <gasps> and then the body of the email. And by the way, thank you, listener Sarah Rosenberg. This was the body of the email. Just the link and these words. I'm sorry, Allie. I'm so, so sorry. That wasn't the whole band, right? <laughs> no. it. Uh, James and Lars said, nope. We're leaving the stage because they out. knew what was coming when Kirk and Robert decided to ruin our lives with this. You're just like my mother. She never satisfied. Why do you scream at each other? Come on! This is what I James was watching from backstage going, oh, my God, in heaven. But Rob yelling, come on! Come on! That's the worst! <laughs> That's the worst monster truck rally oh, ever. That's a horrible cover. Oh, it From hurts. a band we love. Yes! A horrible cover. I do like, though, that that listener was so concerned because she knows not only my love for Prince, but my love of Metallica. Sure. And she knew it would hurt me to my core, and it did. As bad as it is, mm-hmm. I will say, on the plus side, that they went for it. They they went totally out of their safe zone. Yes, and they, they went did. Right. And congratulations! Yeah. It didn't you have work. to you have to fail to get some good stuff. Yeah, I they do, failed. I do give people credit for swinging for the fences, right. yes. even if they strike out. Yeah, occasionally. they knocked this, down the fence. On this that one. was they they took a pitch right to the head. <laughs> yeah. On this one. Oh my god! Oh, it's terrible. Right, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Just the poor people. It wasn't of Minnesota. Wasn't great. They have been through enough. <laughs> I don't know what they've really been through. But um, this was huge news yesterday. And a lot of people just shaking their head like, what were you? What? The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced yesterday they're not going to present the best popular film category at next year's Oscars. They said maybe um, it merits further study. In other words, oh, oops, we had no idea people would hate it this much. We're sorry, <laughs> and let's just forget it happened for a bit. Oh, my God. Oh, it's terrible. By the way, um, shouldn't that conversation have happened before they announced it? Yes, but yes. you know how people like to, they change things up. This will be great. Nobody talks to each other. There was nobody that said, you guys, maybe this seems dumb. That's a terrible idea yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Well, well I think what might might have happened, I'm speculating here, mm-hmm. is it is a terrible idea, and I'm glad that they're, they've changed their mind on it. But I think what happened is they weren't expecting the blowback from the studios that have campaigns in place right. about movies that they're going to be promoting to try to get nominations for Oscars. They felt like it might maybe they were hearing from people that it was unfair for us because now we don't know what category to go for. We need more time to study this. And the movie studios, I think, I think they they pushed back. And it, the Academy CEO Don Hudson said that uh, the category's announcement came way too past for the industry, who was already preparing. So what you're saying, she's admitting to, led to their decision, but. 
I think it was mostly the backlash of yeah. actors, producers, movie people. It's, it's a, a kids movie table. People. That's what it is. It's, it's a kids, kids table. table. Well, yeah. and the thing is, is there's other categories that should take priority to be added, like right. best comedy. Mm-hmm. Which it is so comedies hard to never write make it easy. Right. Comedy, yeah. yeah, and why that isn't a category Agreed. is baffling. Agreed. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people prefer the Golden Globes is because comedies and dramas. How can they compete in the same category? Right, and everyone's wasted at the Globes. Sure. <sighs> well, That's drink. my favorite. They, drink a lot. they yeah. are drinking so much. We'd be so good at the Golden Globes. We would be the best cats. <laughs> Where is the Cat and Alley Wine Podcast? That's what we I want to know. We have discussed it. Um, Tapes were we, burned. We yeah, we actually did. <laughs> One, didn't we? <laughs> it was not good. We uh, we drank heavily, then uh, watched a Hallmark Christmas movie. Wow. That sounds fun. <laughs> it was fun, but you guys don't need to hear it. Yeah, no. when we listened to it the next day, we were like, whoa. The one yeah. time that I, I was at the Golden Globes, and mm-hmm. I was drinking, of course, and I sure. saw Jack Nicholson. I was like, this is my chance to go up and say hi to Jack Nicholson. Oh, no. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. So I went up and tapped him on the shoulder, and he gave me a drink order. <laughs> And I just went and got it for him. Nothing's better than that. All right. I'll be right back. That's fantastic. All right. Well, now's the time on the show on Fridays where. We talked to Kat about things that we might not know about that are Just happening. a couple things. Okay. Um, if you are into, like, I don't know, maybe you're a fashionista and you like unique pieces. Kevin. The Grove, you know, Fairfax area. Uh, tomorrow, they're doing a unique L.A. pop-up. So, 20 independent designers are showing their wares. Oh. And you can buy them. So, you can get cool, you know, stuff that you uh, can't get anywhere else, which I think is really great. And it's free. So, show up. All right. Are any of them shorts or T-shirts? Oh, I bet. Okay. Kevin, you're in. I'm in. <laughs> it's a cargo short pop-up. <laughs> That's funny, but true. Oh, oh, my God. All right. And this is the most wonderful time of the year for me because this is when the scary movies come back on TV. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will watch any scary movie, especially the Halloween stuff when they come on. You know, it's like the repeats. I'll even watch, you know, Michael Myers in space. As bad as that is, it's awful. You it's wouldn't like watch Halloween. that. I mean, the, the, I that did. one you I, wouldn't watch, I watched though. it twice. Come on. It's so bad. Oh, oh, come oh, on God. now. <laughs> well, the new Halloween trailer, uh, they're starting to drop these new trailers, and it looks awesome. It looks like old school meets new school. Um, and the funny thing about this is it is co-written by Danny McBride. What? what? He's bounding down. Danny McBride okay. co-wrote the new Halloween, All right. which looks terrifying. I had no idea. Yes. That is fantastic. The movie comes out October 19th. And John Carpenter himself, director of the original uh, from 1978, says it's the best remake reboot since the original. And Jamie Lee Curtis is back, right? She's back and she's ready to kick ass. Like, she is like, her only goal is to kill Michael Myers in this one. That's it. She's not running away. She's going for him. Yeah. I'm in. Halloween costumes are supposed to be scary. How's a Dalmatian scary? They can bite you. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, they go right for the groin. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's a great clip. I mean... Pretty accurate. I mean, <laughs> I mean nothing. Show, show me the lie. Right. right? Birthdays for you. Tom Everett Scott, Chrissy Hines, Shannon Elizabeth, Oliver Hudson, Evan Rachel Wood, and Leslie Jones. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Riley. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers commercial free for all during your drive home today on the world famous K Rock. Have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday morning. Bye.
Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Get ready to rock, America. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Bunk, bunk. Pass it over to me. How is why? You need to end this. You have to be strong, put your foot down, and say, no more. That's also an excellent way to get rid of poltergeists. I can finally do something that I have always wanted and just leave. Ha! She thinks that was a dramatic exit. This is a dramatic exit. I stand behind my decision. This press conference is over. I can't see you now. I can't hear you now. You're not here now. La, 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 la. Oh, that was a massive waste of time. Bong, bong. Radiant Durf. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.